Hello and welcome to another episode of What They Don't Tell You at the Hair Salon. It is I, your favorite indie author, LaDosha Wright, aka Kilolo. How y'all doing out there in the world? I am coming to you live and direct from Cleveland, Ohio, where guess what, y'all? It's snowing. That's why it's snowing so bad. We are snowed in. In some parts of Cleveland, <clears throat> uh, we're seeing snow as high as 18 inches. Some people have 12. I think here where I live, um, it's about 10 inches of snow. So we are snowed in. So that's what's going down. But let me tell you what's going down on my podcast today as you guys are listening. So thank y'all for listening again. Today we are going to be talking about the impact of hair discrimination. Yeah, it's going to get deep today. But before we go into the topic, let me do my current events, okay? So we know today is January. Do you, anybody say January? Anybody out there say January? Okay, January. Today is January the 17th. It is officially Dr. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King uh, Jr.'s birthday. Uh, but we have been asked by his son and his family and all the other supporters uh, to not celebrate his birthday today. That's right. Uh, their, their tagline is no celebration without legislation. Now, I've been following this because I agree with the King family and all the other citizens um, who are living in states where they are trying to suppress the voting rights of African Americans. Ah, you know, I'm just not understanding America. I mean, this country is definitely trying to go back to Jim Crow, uh, the Confederacy. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm just not understanding. Uh, it, it's too much. It's too big for what I could talk about on my podcast. But what I can talk about is a phone call that I need you guys to make. So all you have to do is call your senator. You can Google this stuff and just say, hey, pass the voters' right legislation. You know what I'm saying? Um, we can't hide this, y'all. I mean, we need to vote. That's what... It's supposed to be making this country great. Now, we do know, I know what y'all said, but we, they didn't do this for us, but we built this country. So we here, and nobody running back to Africa. So we've got to do our part. You know what I'm saying? Though sometimes I feel like running back to Africa. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, we got to do our part, guys. So call your senators and, you know, get your kids involved if they're 18. You know, we, we got to vote, okay? And we got to make them not do this. So, again, um, no celebration without legislation. Speaking of celebration, did you guys hear about Shakari Richardson? That's right. Them trolls out there trying to talk about this woman wearing her natural hair. So she took off her lace front wigs. And she has a lot of them. And she be looking real good. You know what I'm saying? 
And so um, she took the wig off and rocked her little natural afro puffs. And folks just came after her like she didn't, you know, ran over somebody with a car. Now, I don't know what you guys are saying. Dang, America just gets so sensitive now. We can't, you know, dislike something. No, 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 no. Now, I'm sure she, like I, we are both used to people not liking things about us, as some of you all are, you know. So we're not saying that you have to like everything that we do. I'm acting like she my cousin, you know what I'm saying? Um, so if you don't like, you know, what I have on, you don't like my hair color, I don't like it. You know, you don't hit the heart button or whatever, the thumbs up button. That's cool. Or you might even type in, you know, I don't think that becomes you. We could take that. But it's this personal stuff when you start talking about some, you know, you don't look as cute. And now, come on, people, we got to cut this stuff out. Shakari Richardson is attractive. Now, we also know that beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. So, again, you don't have to like her hair because that's your personal reason. But when you start attacking people personally, that's why I'm talking about the impact of hair discrimination a little bit more a little bit later. But we have to be mindful. And she has made a very poignant point when she said, let's make loving our natural hair normal. This is how, and I agree with her normal. When I grew up, I don't, I'm, I'm just, I'm not trying to be funny, y'all, but I don't understand the natural hair movement because when I grew up, we loved our natural hair. I don't, I mean, we got teased. I guess that's part of like being a kid. Kids tease each other. But I just don't recall growing up thinking that anything about me or my hair was unattractive. I know what you're saying. Through all the little rascals, all the whitewash and all the microaggressions, my mother, my father, my grandparents, my community made it abundantly clear. The blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. So I agree with her. Let's make loving our natural hair normal again. Okay, can we just do that? You're gonna like it, but let's just let's just be kind online. Can we just do that? Okay. Speaking of being kind online, there is a wonderful website that you can visit. It is called, it is the Morocco Method. That's two R's, two C's. Morocco Method. You can go online to their website and learn about how the full moon affects your hair that's right today is january the 17th and uh, if you go outside and look in the sky you're going to see a full moon and it is called the wolf's moon now i know what you guys are saying well what come on now you the went you talked about let's see you talk about the weather you know you talked about shikari that's about the moon come on you all over the place what does the moon have to do with your hair for your information let me just get it up let me say it again for your information for your information did you know here's what they don't tell you the hair salon did you know that the moon really does affect our liquid system this is not a big secret i know what you're saying no it don't oh yes it does think about it 
menstrual cycle, yeah, hormones, you know, you know what I'm saying? The, the moon is responsible for that. Now, it's a phenomenon that a lot of, you know, scientists and medical people, they can't really seem to quite, you know, have it down to a science, but this is actually the real deal Holyfield. And so what happens is when the moon, gets full it goes through like different phases and the two common phases is called the waxing and waning so waxing is when the moon gets full and waning is when the moon gets small so as the moon gets bigger or full or waxes you get more blood flow more or increased hormonal activity. Now I know what you're saying, what that's got to do with our hair? Wait a minute, hold on, hold on Shaniqua, hold on Shaniqua Fontanella. <laughs> this is how it works. Your blood nourishes your hair, right? And your hormones are responsible for the hair growth. That's right, your hormones are actually responsible for the physical growth that takes place when one or two, maybe even three strands of hair grows in that little teeny, teeny tiny hole on your scalp called the mouth of the follicle. So the moon, it has a big impact, a big influence over our bodies by way of influencing our liquid systems. And again, our liquid systems nourish our hair and they also promote the function of our hormones, which both are scientifically proven to do what? nourish and grow hair so there's a full moon tonight as a matter of fact there's a full moon every single month and if you email me at ladoshaw at yahoo.com i can email you your very own free pdf hair journal that has all the full moons for the year of 2022 to help you navigate through your hair care experience. Uh, in the meantime, you can visit Morocco, that's two R's, two C's, MoroccoMethod.com to learn more about the moon and how it affects the hair. And that is called Lunar hair care. I know y'all like, you better go girl. You best to do that thing. So, there you have it. Now, this is really, really, really important. This is a good segue into the topic of the impact of discrimination. And the reason being is because um, you know, when the moon gets full, people like to say something like, oh, the moon gets full. People are going to act crazy. People start treating you differently. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like discrimination. When people think that you are not like everybody else, they kind of shun you. So your behavior is one way that you can be shunned. But hair, particularly the hair on the heads of African-American people, uh, is one that has systemically um, 
overtly, legally, uh, it's been indoctrinated into the fabric and the mental faculties of every single person who enters this country that our hair is not right. Something is wrong with it. And so discrimination was just the norm, just like against people who have mental health issues. It was the norm to just call people, what, psycho, you must be nutty, or you're going to the loony bin, you know, things like that. These things are very hurtful um, because these are words that really hurt. So I shouldn't say these things. These are words and phrases and thought processes that really, really, really hurt people. And so mental health has uh, has this stigma in America where people think that something is wrong with you and you're discriminated against. You know, you, you can't do certain things, you can't go anywhere, you know, um, because people think, oh, something must be wrong with you. Well, that also happens to people who have hair that doesn't look like everybody else's. Now, there is a legislation that's moving throughout the United States, and it's called the Crown Act. And the Crown Act um, is about, you know, ending hair discrimination. Now, I know what you're saying. Hair discrimination? Like, really? Yeah, hair discrimination is real. You know, there was a time when African-American women cannot legally show their hair. You can look it up. It's called uh, Tyons, but it's spelled T-I-G-N-O-N. It looks like it's pronounced Tignons, but it's really Tyons Law. And so this was a law where African-American, you know, uh, Creole, of Creole descent, had to legally cover their hair. And then, of course, uh, during slavery, we were not allowed to wash our hair, right? And then, of course, post-slavery, um, we, you know, we couldn't wear our hair because nobody wanted to see it. It was dreadful and looked bad. In addition, you know, we didn't have a lot of soap, running water, hair care products. So the discrimination is real. Now, the question is, and, and this is the topic of the podcast, is what is the impact of that? What's the impact of living in a society where you are not allowed to wear your hair the language used to describe it nappy you know woolen kinky you know these are not good words Um, but again we have been conditioned um, uh, that you know this is bad. This is not good. Um, other things that comes with uh, hair discrimination, of course, are improper hair care practices and beliefs. So let's start off with some beliefs that come out uh, of hair discrimination or birthed out of hair discrimination. Beliefs like um, black hair. First of all, We know that race is a social construct. There is no biological evidence that really um, verifies the 
the classification of humans according to their physical traits, particularly their hair. And hair has definitely been used as a determinant of if you are black or not, or black enough or not, okay? So that's another impact of hair uh, discrimination. It's actually, you know, racializing it and and uh, associating with race when we know that race is pseudo, okay? Um, another impact uh, of hair discrimination also comes into the practice of how we care for our hair. So these will go into myths like black people can't wash their hair like white people black people don't get lice Um, black people don't have to comb their hair we comb our hair our hair is going to come out you know a dirt makes your hair grow Um, all of this stuff is birthed out of discrimination because these were practices that this country said was absolutely legal. Companies had laws. They were actually winning court cases saying that, oh, if you were locked, if you were braised, and you were, um, you know, working at, uh, up front for the company, be it on, on the news, maybe you, were, you worked customer service, you know, whatever, where you had contact with the public, and if your hair didn't look a certain way, companies were actually winning cases saying that your hair was doing what? costing them profits. So as we can see, the impact of hair discrimination here in the United States and of course around the world has been absolutely detrimental. So uh, those are two popular um, impacts uh, from hair discrimination, okay? Um, What else um, uh, does uh, hair discrimination impact? Well, We know for certain that hair discrimination fuels hair shaming, hair discrimination fuels hair bullying, um, and also hair discrimination fuels one's dislike of their own hair. Now, it's no big secret, according to the the cover of my book, what they don't tell you at the hair salon, that I am the former outreach worker turned cosmetologist who dares to have a new conversation about hair. And the impact of hair discrimination is definitely one of those conversations that we want to have in detail because not only uh, uh, is it coming from an external source, but the impact is that it becomes internal in the culture. It's woven into the fabric uh, of our people. And, and, and of course, our people is not only in the United States, but we're talking about the diaspora of Africans who, again, um, are, uh, have other issues that are birthed or fueled out of hair discrimination, such as hair shaming, you know, A is for Apple, J is for Jack, you ain't got no hair in the back, or ooh, what's wrong with your hair, you need to comb your hair, you know, things like that, hair bullying, you know, she got good hair, you got bad hair, things like that, and then of course, dislike of one's own hair, 
you know, I hate my hair. You know, my hair is so nappy. That's why I cover it up. It won't grow. I'm, you know, all this kind of stuff. It has its um, humble beginnings out of discrimination. And of course, this leads to what? Mental anguish, anxiety, depression, low self-esteem, embarrassment, negative self-talk, overeating, and then uh, various addictions. All of this coming from hair. Hair speaks before we before we even open our mouths. And in this society, because we have used the texture of hair as a determinant of what uh, racial group you were assigned to, this is not a good thing. And the reason why it was not a good thing, because in the creation or the formation of, of classifying humans, it had a hierarchy. And the hierarchy just literally meant the lighter, the better, the darker, the, the worse, the dumber. The lighter, the smarter, the darker, the dumber. And then, of course, in the middle, you were in the middle. And that's very made up because what does the color of one's skin have to do with their intelligence, their hair texture? You know, nothing nothing now I know what you're thinking well what does then I'll tell you what does environment that's right the climate affects the color of our skin the texture of our hair you know what we eat all of that is going to play a more vital role in our physical appearance and because it's going to influence our genetic makeup and that's what's going to determine how we look or contribute, you know, how we look versus the color of our skin. But that's another podcast. And we would definitely need a geneticist, you know, to talk more about that. But I just wanted to give you, you know, just a little nugget, you know, on that because some people really, really believe in the whole black hair, white hair, you know, Asian hair, all this stuff. No, 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 no. All people of any ethnicity, nationality, do not have the same anything. As a matter of fact, um, t- biologically speaking, there are no two heads of hair that are alike. So all African Americans do not have the same hair. No more than all white people have blonde hair and blue eyes. It's just not true, okay? So these are definitely some of um, um, um uh, the out, uh, what do I want to call this, um, the backlash of hair discrimination. Um, and so the impact is very re- real, and we can see the impact in our society. We can also feel the impact in our minds. You know, um, like I said, we're talking about anguish, anxiety, low self-esteem, depression, embarrassment, you know, negative self-talk, so on and so forth. So now the question is, um, how can one cope so as I wrap up this podcast I have a wonderful solution y'all know me y'all know what they don't tell you at the hair salon it's gonna bring it it's gonna bring it all right so how can one cope with the impact of hair discrimination that fuels what hair shaming hair bullying and even the dislike of one's own hair 
I have an answer. It's called the Ubuntu Hair Love Project. That's right, your homegirl, your favorite indie author, and hairstylist, <laughs> may I add, has been awarded a grant from the uh, 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 Cleveland's, it's called the Cleveland Neighborhood Connections Grant. Okay, this is specifically out of Cleveland, Ohio. So I have to make sure because people are listening from all over. So um, it's uh, the Neighborhood Connections Grant, and this is out of Cleveland, Ohio. I received a grant uh, for this project, and it's called the Ubuntu Hair Love Project. And Ubuntu is a word um, uh, out of the Zulu Nation, and it pretty much means like humanity um, out of one um, many. I am because you are. You know, we are all one, okay? Ubuntu. Uh, the Ubuntu Hair Love Project is a hybrid learning and in-person support group. That's right. So this program is free and participants can participate online or in person in a small intimate group setting. So no more than eight people. Um, the group, uh, we recycle or we... Um, we actually regroup every four weeks with a whole new set of participants and we offer um, this is done via journal writing we'll have speakers come in we have freebies such as personal hygiene products hair care products um, we're gonna have uh, some nutritious snacks our first class our first workshop will be catered and the last one will be catered but in between we're going to have some healthy nutritious snacks we're going to have some encouragement from mama africa via fatu sangue that's right the founder of the gay and draw skills academy is going to say some positive words on the last session uh, for each group and then we're also going to have lady z she is the uh, co-owner of sam silks chicken and fish uh, and so these two wonderful women are going to conclude every fourth session because every four weeks we're going to do what regroup <clears throat> excuse me so Fatu Sangay and Lady Z of Sam Silk's Chicken and Fish are going to help us conclude and wrap up that fourth session. And also in that fourth session, each participant will have their very own consultation with a hairstylist. This is just going to be like the bomb. And again, this is called the Ubuntu Hair Love Project. You can call the Reverence Design Team Hair Salon at 216 321-1101 to learn more about how you can participate or become um, associated or just be down with the Ubuntu Hair Love Project. You want to participate, you want to be uh, uh, one of our um, um, group members, then call us at area code 216-321-1101 or you can email me at ladoshaw at yahoo.com and say, hey, I'm interested in becoming, um, or rather in participating in the Ubuntu Hair Love Project. Also, if you are living in the greater Cleveland area, this program is specifically targeting residents who live in the Central and Kinsman communities okay and we have a special reason for that so if you live in the kinsman and central communities 
please call us at area code 216-321-1101 and we'll tell you more about why we have something special, unique for the residents uh, who want to participate, who live in Cleveland, Ohio's central and kinsmen communities but everybody else in the city of cleveland can definitely give us a call seating is limited in person so in person we can only have eight people maximum online we can have as many as we want but uh in person uh you gotta you know we gotta limit that space to only six people so uh, please give us a call and remember we regroup every four weeks we're going to start with a new group and the program ends June of 2022 okay so um, that's what this podcast is all about the impact of hair discrimination but guess what my daddy always said to me if you ain't part of the solution you must be part of the problem well I'm not part of the problem I'm part of the solution so what's the solution Uh, about or for the impact of hair discrimination, the Ubuntu Hair Love Project. We advocate hair love for all. That's what we do, okay? So again, give us a call at 216-321-1101 or email me at ladoshaw.yahoo.com. In the meantime, in the meantime, you can visit the Kent State University's um, Textures Exhibit. That's right. It's happening right now through August of 2022. Uh, And then last but not least, of course, you can check out my YouTube channel at Ladosha Wright. So if you want to know more about the Ubuntu Hair Love Project, feel free to reach out to me. I'll answer all of your questions, but I'll highlight this again before I wrap up. The Ubuntu Hair Love Project offers hybrid learning and in-person support group workshops and this will be done via journal writing we'll have speakers from the communities you'll get freebies such as a hair care products personal hygiene products and that's why my book what they don't tell you at the hair salon is going to be free you're going to get um, healthy snacks our first and last workshop will be catered uh, by where the heart is catering. That's right. Um, and then, of course, we're going to have encouragement from Fatu Gay of the Gay and Jewel Skills Academy located in Banjul, Africa, and Lady Z, the owner, uh, the co-owner, rather, of Samsung's Chicken and Fish. And we have something special. We are encouraging people or residents who live in Cleveland, Ohio's Central and Kinsman community to please participate. Give us a call, all right? You know what I said when I'm signing out, right? We're always talking about a whole lot of peace, a whole lot of love, and a whole lot of hair. But if you ain't got no hair, don't want no hair, can't stand no hair, don't worry about it. Just rub your beautiful bald head because bald heads are beautiful too. And so are you. That's why Shikari Richardson, you are beautiful. Thank you guys so much for listening. And don't forget to share the podcast. Do some.